This is Rhema for Today. You'll find prayer, pray, and prayer, and prayers. More times almost than you can count. Look them up. See how many times it's used. Through the Gospels, through the Acts of the Apostles, through the letters written to the church. Then look up the word uh, supplication or supplications. We found that all three of these sections we've looked at is found there and it is found more than that. Then look up the word giving of thanks or praise. And it's mentioned any number of times. Then look up the word intercession or intercessions and it's only found three times in the New Testament. Welcome to Rhema for Today. Kenneth E. Hagan continues his teaching on Praying with All Kinds of Prayer series, Volume 3, next on Rhema for Today Radio. Also, later in today's program, Kenneth and Lynette will tell you about this month's special radio offer. Right now, let's join Kenneth E. Hagan for today's message. And so a group of ladies out of our church begin to meet with one of the ladies' house and have a prayer meeting every Wednesday afternoon. Well, one of the ladies, thank God there are, are some that are a little more settled in the Lord. Amen. And uh, one of the ladies said to me, Brother Hagin, I, I, I think you ought to get a hold of that. It's, it's getting off. That's about all she said. My wife went. And she said to me, honey, I think you better get a hold of that because it's... <laughs> It's getting on. Well, I said, what do you mean now to the, to the other lady that came back again? Well, see, they get some kind of revelation. They want to prophesy that. They got the revelation that God was through with me there, that I ought to leave. Well, you could readily see right away that that could create problems. <laughs> Especially if, if God's not ready for you to leave, which he wasn't. And so I just simply, without trying to say anything about what had happened here before, I wasn't there. I just simply said to the ladies, uh, why don't you bring that prayer meeting into the church and meet here on Wednesday afternoon and pray. And my wife and I will meet with you. So every Wednesday afternoon we met in the church and after a time I began to teach them. I would teach for a while and then we'd pray. They'd try to put in two hours of praying, so I'd teach for 45 minutes or an hour, and then we'd pray an hour. And I channeled it in the right channel, and they became a great force for God. I mean, you just better not turn a prayer request into them, you know, <laughs> if it's in line with God's Word. In fact, they wouldn't pray about anything that wasn't in line with God's Word. I mean, if you don't want to, you better be sure that's what you want, because they'll get it for you. We had some of the most outstanding some of the most spectacularly supernatural answers to prayer that I've ever seen or heard. Because it's easy to get a small group in one accord, you understand that, and all agree and believe in together. And, and so they became a great blessing and a benefit to the church. But instead of that, if I hadn't gotten a hold of it and channeled them correctly, it could have been a great detriment to the church and could have split the church. I know one pastor in California told me that his church split three ways over intercession. 
Because, you see, they got this group of so-called intercessors. I don't think you ought to have a group of intercessors in any church. Well, I'm called to intercede. I doubt that very seriously. We're all called to pray. I can't see where Paul writing to any churches singled out any intercessors. I think we put an undue emphasis on it until we've got in the ditch over here. And I think maybe on some subject you almost have to get in the ditch over there to pull them out of that ditch up in the middle of the road. But when you get them up in the middle of the road, don't stay in the ditch, come back over in the middle with them. Are you following me? Amen. And so here, one of the three groups uh, in this church, you see, they, they, they're intercessors and that's their ministry. And they almost feel like, you know, I'm equal to the pastor because I'm in the ministry. God's called me. And then they want to run the church. See, they get all of the answers. Amen. It creates problems. Well, you see, if you're not careful, you'll still you'll do that. You'll get into the ditch on one side or the other. So some pastors, bless their hearts, you know, just cut out all kinds of prayer, in other words, and mess the whole thing up. Church gets dry and dead and cold. And Amen. Amen. But on the other hand, if you went the other way, then you get into all kinds of fanaticism and excess. So you just have to maintain balance to stay in the middle of the road. Stay in the middle of the road. Now again, you ever stop to think about it? Probably haven't. But you can see prayer mentioned, prayer all through the Bible and then just come into the New Testament because after all we are living under the New Covenant. Start in with Matthew and go through, which we will eventually, we started it to begin to do that and then we switch back over to this and then we'll come back to the other one and finish with this because I've got some important things to say to you there. You'll find prayer, pray, and prayer, and prayers. More times almost than you can count. Look them up. See how many times it's used. Through the Gospels, through the Acts of the Apostles, through the letters written to the church. Then look up the word uh, supplication or supplications. We found that all three of these sections we've looked at is found there and it is found more than that. Then look up the word giving of thanks or praise. And it's mentioned any number of times. Then look up the word intercession or intercessions and it's only found three times in the New Testament. It's only found three times in the New Testament. Intercession or intercessions. But giving of thanks, praise, is found more than that. So giving of thanks, if you're going to look at it from that standpoint, and praise and so on, more and worship, more important, and ministering to the Lord is more important than intercession. Amen. Amen. Supplications mention more than intercession. Did you ever think about that? Well, we're not downplaying anything, but we're trying to find balance here because so much has been said about intercession till folks have left the impression that that's the only kind of praying there is and that that's more important than anything. And you can readily see from reading the scriptures that it isn't. 
Now, first of all, look at it again. I exhort, therefore, the first of all supplications, prayers, intercession. Only one time. Listen to me real carefully now. Only one time in the New Testament are you even told to intercede. Right here. I said right here. But you're told again and again and again and again and again to pray. Aren't you? Amen. I said, aren't you? Amen. You're told again and again and again and again and again to give thanks and to praise and to minister to the Lord, aren't you? Amen. You're told many times about supplicating or supplication, but you're only told one time, right here. It's the only time you're ever told to intercede. That's in relation to all men. Now, the other two times where intercession is mentioned is in Hebrews, the word said, talking about Christ, that he ever liveth to make intercession for us. That's not us interceding, that's him. The other time that intercessions used is in Romans 8, 26. Likewise, the Spirit also helpeth our infirmities. For we know not what to pray as we ought, but the Spirit. You didn't do it, the Holy Ghost did it. Only one time are you told, but the Spirit. You're not the Spirit, are you? Are you the Holy Spirit? The way some people act, you'd think they were. Now, I never thought of that before. That's all new to me. Just as new as it is to you. said, where did you get all of that? Well, not up here. I got it down here. That's where it come from. Amen. I don't know about me, but I'm saying things I've never said before. But I'm ready to be corrected, or you, if I need correction. I'm going to rightly divide the word. Don't you? I said, don't you? Well, you can readily see then that we have not rightly divided the word by putting an undue emphasis on intercession. Now you can understand how people got off and how things got in a mess. I know one of our own Rhema graduates out in the ministry. And I, I, I didn't know about the, all this happened till last spring. It happened several years ago. But in a meeting, a closed meeting just with our, our MAI folks, he made mention of this and I asked him to put it on paper so I have it. I got his word. I got it on paper. Welcome to Rama for Today with Kenneth and Lynette Hagan. You can find more great materials by Kenneth E. Hagan, Pastor Hagan, and the rest of the Hagan family by visiting our online bookstore. Right now, I'd like to tell you about this month's special radio offer. This offer begins with the book from Kenneth Hagan entitled, Jesus' Name Above All Names. Also from Kenneth Hagan, the CD, The Missing Ingredient in Marriage and the mini-book from Kenneth Hagen entitled Commanding Power. All this for the special price of $16. Call toll-free 1-888-FAITH-99. Again, call toll-free 1-888-FAITH-99. You can also order online at rhema.org. That's R-H-E-M-A dot O-R-G. Rhema.org. 
Or if you prefer to write to Kenneth Hagen Ministries, our address is P.O. Box 50126, Tulsa, Oklahoma, 74150. We always love to hear from our listeners, so write in or email us today and become a part of Rama for Today. Right now, let's join Kenneth and Lynette Hagen. And guess what's coming up really soon, the 1st of November. November the 5th through the 6th, your men's call, conference. That's uh, right. Call to Arms Men's Conference. Craig and I host that. That's my son, Craig Hagen. We co host that. Yes. Just like you and Denise do the ladies' conference. That's right. And it's going to be a great conference. You're going to want to come and be here. Ladies, go sign your husband up. Absolutely. Also, we encourage bringing the teenage boys, 16 and up, mm-hmm. uh, to come and be a part. In fact, we have a special breakout session with Fabian McCune mm-hmm. to talk to the young adults and teenagers. And if you work with young adults, Fabian traveled with us on the road. He was here for a while, but now he's a youth pastor down in, uh, in North Carolina. You're going to really like that. And we got Don Burns, our son-in-law, will be talking uh, to business about how to start businesses. He's an entrepreneur, and I know many people have a dream to have a business. Yes. Well, I- I'm sure if you listen to Don's uh, testimony and what he has to say, he can give you some information to help That's you get right. started. Josh Pennington, Darren Baldwin, of course, Craig and I both will be there. Yes. You can go to rhema.org/cta and register. Hey, go and register, ladies. Get your men here. It's going to be a great time. Yes, ladies, I am sure that your husband is just like my husband. <laughs> he expects me to do all that for him. So like like uh, my husband said, hey, ladies, go to rhema.org slash CTA. Register your husband for men's conference. But I'm telling you what, it will change his life. Yes, it will. Tomorrow on Rama for Today, we'll continue Kenneth E. Hagen's life-changing series. That's next time on Rama for Today with Kenneth and Lynette Hagen.